Welcome to Nuna's Do It Better, your weekly injection of all things BTS and K-pop. Okay, hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Absolute Chaos and Bullshit called Nunas Do It Better. We are here, we are doing this live. This is going to be some shenanigans, boys and girls, because we've never done one like this before. I've done a live while on TikTok, and it's been kind of crazy. Today, I have the one, the only Afrocentricity Jen with me. Ooh, girl. Hello. Hello. I mean, I appreciate everybody at Nunes doing better for mm -hmm. bringing the real, the thirst, <laughs> the serious, the not so serious, the unfiltered. The yes, the unfiltered I, completely. And being a representative for the Nunes. Yes, right? absolutely. Well, but this is for those that don't know, and I always kind of try and start this little bit because I I feel like every podcast that we record could be somebody's first podcast with us, right? So. I like to kind of start with a tiny little intro. We're a bunch of, you know, adults. Most of us are Nunas to BTS and a lot of the K-pop groups that we follow. So we come in with different knowledge and different maturity, different levels of thirst and pettiness. And <clears throat> anyway, life experience, we'll call it that. And we don't hide it here. We talk about it openly and honestly and the way it should be talked about because we grown in this house. Mm. As she sips some coffee, because I don't have tea. <laughs> it's okay. Your little man can be a little part of it. Hello, buddy. Um, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's all right. He'll, 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 he'll wander away soon enough. It's okay? all right. Mom okay. problems. Recording, okay? wow. I know. Yeah. He's fascinated by the ring light. Don't I love worry. it. It's totally cool. This is mom problems. Another thing Nunas have to deal with. A lot of us are moms. So, yeah, we've talked about a lot of stuff on this podcast, and we've definitely been analyzing a hell of a lot over the last three years, but this particular kind of 10-day period has been rough on us, because, ma'am, you had to finish your series. You had to finish your Where the Fuck is Jungkook series, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Oh, my God, what a love-hate relationship this was. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've never done, I've never been so consistent on TikTok in my life. I've tried to do series before. I love okay, it. They last one, maybe two episodes. Mm. That's it. This some bitch. There was like a pressure. Mm. There was a pressure because people were really vibing with it. And I want to thank everybody who tuned in and, and, and engaged with the series. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The more I saw it was actually helping people. The more I was like, you have to keep posting. I don't care if you're tired. When you get in from work or whatever, like get that camera on, put something together. Because I think it actually did help. It did. I think it helped some people just be a little distracted. And 
we're going through it. JK stands were really going through it, and people who love JK were really going through it. It's, it's just, even if you, I noticed, even if you were a JK stand, after a while, it was like, okay, goddamn, it's been like eight weeks. Where is this man? And you know what? Everyone started to feel it. We really did. And as, like, especially ever since Sukjini enlisted, we were all feeling a type of way because we know it hit him like a ton of bricks. And on that, the one thing I am going to say before we kind of dive into our list of to-dos is he did not suddenly become depressed because look, Jenny went away. He's allowed to be sad and kind of mourn a little bit of loss there because he has been attached to his hip for the last 10 years. But also, like, he's, he's a grown man that is for the first time in, what, 10, 12 years off. A multimillionaire with time off boy go live your life but yes we were very worried about him and you know what i'm happy i'm happy he came back but i really before because this is going to be the majority of our show just for everybody to know <laughs> we're definitely breaking this down it is this is the largest part of the podcast because jungkook did stuff and things and hurt people and 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 <clears throat> clenched people and we did all sorts we're not okay the delulu the delulu vibe is real oh oh also the mofo that gets to run clippers in those ha- in those hairs is gonna die a slow horrible death um, let's not oh. even talk about that I, I don't even know what to It'll be one of those things. It'll be like, uh, where were you the day JK posted his uh, military haircut? <laughs> I am going to mention this one particular artist on t- on Twitter that does a take hook um, comic thing. And um, I believe they're human move art. And they've been doing him as a military man with short hair for like two years now. So a lot of us are like psychologically vaguely prepared for what he's going to look like with that shave. I ain't ready though. I'm not ready for the real life version and not the anime version. You know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. Him and Yungi will be the biggest kind mm. of like, what? Mm. But um, I feel like Namjoon, I've seen similar haircuts Yes, we got the undercut, uh, yes. We've seen similar haircuts with, with Hobie slightly. Hobie has, in the earlier days, his hair was m- most of the time pretty short. Yep, um, Jimin too. And, and Jake, a, especially now that the locks have just been just flowing to our eyes. It's like, oh, what are they going to look like? But they're going to be hot regardless. I mean, let's not even... Please. I almost, I, I kind of resent them for that. I kind of resent them for that. That's just not fair. But yes. So. But back to, back to JK. Back to I JK. I mm-hmm. that, you know, after a certain amount of time, the concerns were getting quite like, it stopped being like uh, jokey, jokey concerns. Mm-hmm. And then it got quite like, we're really just hoping he can just show us a pinky toe, child. Like, please just show us a, a lock of your hair. So Who kidnapped him? Where'd you take him? I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. I feel like maybe because of that, that's why he came back the way he did. Mm -hmm. He wanted to show us. Because he could have done anything. He could have gone to the high building, sat in a room. Like Jimin. Did a little vibey live and whatever. He showed us him what he's exactly been doing while we've all been worrying about him. Listen, we've sitting his ass at home. Uh huh. He's been playing with his dog and having a beer, getting some takeout. And just binge watching Netflix, (laughs) which is what everybody does on a staycation. What's that show called? Uh 
something strongest hundred. I know which one you mean. And then lots of lots of people with muscles. Yes, yes of course that's what he's watching, because he's sitting there. Exactly, because he's sitting there for the first time in his life, not on a diet, not running around like a headless chicken, and his eight pack is probably just a little soft, which is hot. Sorry, gonna say that. Agree. Mm. Agree. Mm. We love a little softness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We'll take hard and soft. Thank you. Table two. Mm. Yes. Thank you, Chad. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for letting us know. See, this is why we need y'all for this, because I can't Google fast Chad enough. Me I'm just, my brain is, is just mush. The chat have more sense. They know what they they have all the information. So if ever we're in a situation where we're like, what's the name of that? Someone in the chat's gonna know. Exactly. Exactly. This is why audiences are, are the perfect vessel for this stuff. Um, so yeah, no, I if we wanted, if we're going to like stick to, let's stick to JK for now. We can do the other stuff after. Um, okay. Might as well. We're already down the rabbit hole. Um, listen, the one thing I have to, we have to do, because I know you made a video on this and I cackled. I cackled like a bitch. It was so good. Um, dear Grammys, you are more irrelevant than JK having a beer with his dog watching Netflix. <laughs> the, the viewership was so bad. They snubbed Beyonce. They, 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 you know, all the kudos to Sam Smith and Kim Petras. Like, I am so proud of them for that. Like, good for them. But also, yeah, the Grammys are yes. making themselves yes. so desperately irrelevant. Artists and their fans know that Army don't come with disrespect. No, of course not. We don't mean any disrespect uh, when it comes to the artists. Our beef is not with the artists. No. Our beef isn't even with Grammys because we would have to care about them to be. <laughs> exactly. Like, they would have to be relevant enough for me to care enough to be mad at them. I have, I mean, a lot of people who followed me for a while know that I have something called the F the Grammys agenda. <laughs> and uh, I have kept this agenda strong for about a solid, a solid year and a bit now. Yep. The last disappointment when the guys took the time to tune in so that was what two years ago not when yeah. they performed but the year before yeah that. it was it, it was 2021 they got up at stupid a.m mm -hmm. yeah, you had uh, the four of the guys sat on that sofa waiting anxious probably low-key thought they were gonna win and they were just that was the moment i was like fuck no, this no. yeah you straight up never getting my energy <clears throat> the fact that i had to watch the almost like I don't know something just drained out of Namjoon's eyes yes. in that video, and I was like, no, 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 f the Grammys, they don't need it. No, and they a don't. A lot of people in Army are con like we're consistent with the no, we can't speak ill of the Grammys. People like you know you can't say stuff like that. They won't get invited back. They won't get a chance to win if Army say. It don't matter what army do. The I don't care about that. I challenge. I don't care about BTS. No, of course. And I challenge everybody to go and do something. And you're going to go on YouTube and you're going to Google a lovely interview of the Slim Shady himself, Eminem, talking about the Grammys and oh, why he will never thank go you back. For bringing this, up. this man, like I grew up with him. Um, do I like every okay. song he's made? No, but I truly respect him because he had no fucks. He's the for me like as a as a you know white passing human being that didn't have the same relevant experience to other rappers and other artists and whatever. Um, I could very much kind of identify with him being 
a white kid in a bad situation with not a lot of money dealing with people looking down on you for various reasons that were mostly money related because we didn't have the skin color issue okay so for him to come out and be like fuck them fuck their bullshit and their money making grabs and the way they take advantage of artists and i will never step foot at these awards ever again because they use me and my fandom as clout the fact that he went out there and said this and we all know for a fact yoongi looks up to him as well amongst other uh prominent rappers and artists of color and so on the fact that this man would go out and literally be like here here's 20 minutes of why i absolutely loathe that institution that is a whole education as i like to say because he really honestly has a lot to say about it and he's not wrong and one of the reasons why he got looked down upon so much especially in the 90s where he had very little eloquence to what he had to say and it was all very harsh is the fact that he's right it is a bunch of people in their 60s and 70s judging what should be pop culture relevant and what should be based off of a merit system not who's getting more fruit baskets in the mail by whom okay talk about it right so people People have definitely discussed this. Like, if you want to win a Grammy, you've got to send fruit baskets and gift baskets and totes and whatever and notes of thanks. Doesn't that, doesn't that make us proud to know that we... We're never getting one? Fuck yeah. Yes. Um, again, just to preface this with saying, I am not coming for anybody's faith. Absolutely I'm not. I'm that your faith, if, the, if your faith won, that they did this. But I am proud to know that BTS are not out here trying to... Um, kiss the proverbial ass of the Grammys and, and, and be the puppet exactly under and the strings of the puppet master of and this the Grammys is, in order to only get exactly and, and get snubbed anyway and while we're really going to award a Korean group who sing predominantly in Korean above a Western artist with a Grammy they were not are they ever going to do this they were not this? I want to put that to, to everybody listening do you believe that the Grammys would ever comfortably <coughs> a Korean group who speak predominantly Korean, who do not cater to Western standards or deals, even though, yes, everyone says BTS's butter era and all that was catering to Western validation. You know, we can talk about that. I mean, I don't know. I think that a few All I'm going to say. Said, yes, I think that was more hype. I think, and I'm going to put a little, I'm going to put a little parenthesis there to say that I think Butter and Dynamite were not catered to Western standards. They were catered to Western English speaking fans. They worked with faves to work and give us songs that we can sing without running through a translator. Um, People can say they sold out as much as they want, but there isn't a K-pop group out there that hasn't put out predominantly English lyric songs. Um, go back through Big Bang, go go back through To Anyone, go back like generations. Everybody has done at least one song that at the very least is 90% English to cater to the international fans. So BTS did it too. And you know, cool beans, bruh, so what? We all know you go on YouTube. Those aren't the songs getting hitting almost a million views right a billion views right now. Sorry, Thank it's the you. Korean ones. So 
they can argue that all they like. And again, this isn't to diss all the other artists that get their Grammys. Super happy At for all. them. Because I'm super proud. I want to say, you know, I'm super proud. Like, it was very interesting to see Harry Styles up there. He's come such a long way. Yeah. And um, I think he's done amazing things with his career coming mm -hmm. from One Direction. And then now, now he's a Grammy award you know, winner. And to kind of bring up um, with him specifically, can, he came from a, sorry, he came from a very rough sorry, British background and we know that that's yes. hard to pull out from that and yes. get into the spotlight. So kudos to him. Like, I love Harry kudos Styles. Him, you know, but also... He's uh, a white boy. have to look at our category. Mm -hmm. um, respect to Sam Smith. The song was, you know, the song was fire. You know, used, you know, it was one of those big TikTok viral moments. And for the record, JK um, is probably under that with more edits than anybody else. Listen, that's <laughs> right about now. I, I need Sam to run my man. Dear, yes. Dear, dear Sam Smith, forget royalties. We want a collab. We want a collab. Ooh, ooh, I just got really hot under the collar thinking about that. Sam Smith, we need please. you to do this. Please, please. Because the way Sam ooh. is breaking down walls right now and the way he's taking risks right now, mm -hmm. that's the energy I want for JK solo work. I want him to come out here and start taking risks. And I think the way he showed himself in his life, the very like, I'm JK, no F's given. I'm going to wear my prescription glasses. The, like, the fact that he... This, this is what I want to do. Exactly. The fact that he literally went on and said... <coughs> pardon me. The fact that he went on and literally said, you know, I shouldn't be doing this without the company knowing and I'm not supposed to be doing a live by myself. It's like, yes, hit that bad boy stride. We've been waiting for this since you were 20 years old, sir. It is time for you to be the bad boy that we know you have hiding inside you because hello, Mr. Virgo with a Leo moon. He's all about that spotlight and being a pain in the butt. Um, the reality is the Grammys made themselves irrelevant. They're not going to do this for BTS anytime soon. We are still sitting here in ARMY fandom discussing with people how they are the modern day Beatles and people are like, oh, no, they're not. No, they're not. I'm like, have you seen those numbers? Have you seen those records that haven't been broken since Michael Jackson and the Beatles? Have you seen how these, these boys literally pay homage to every one of those artists that came before them and broke down these international walls. So you can bitch all you like, but the truth is there and it's staring at you. It's why I stay away from Stan Twitter these days. It's why I stay away from a lot of places because I'm like, I don't even need to hear it anymore. I used to be very active in kind of the, you know, keyboard warrioring and trying to be like, oh my God, you can't talk. It's like, you know what? I don't need to do that anymore. They're doing it for themselves. Four years ago, kind of Terry, BTS, Stan, newbie, baby army was like, oh no, my faves, they can't take it. I'm like, huh, well, so much for that. One billion views on YouTube says otherwise, goodbye. <laughs> and they're proving themselves completely. And JK's V-Live and those numbers decimated the Grammys. It decimated it, and it's ridiculous. And we all sat there glued for four hours. I'm telling you, we watched a man play with his <laughs> Talk about missing the vet appointment in the morning. I Listen. mean, like, it, it would have only been better if the whole of Bangtan 
Went live just went in with them. Can you imagine? It would have been the cherry on the top of my Sunday. I okay. I I think because the embarrassment. I don't think it would have handled. I don't think Korean internet infrastructure would have handled that. No, I think that would have just no. been a kablooey of four hours right. of them. It would have just been no. <laughs> The world cannot take this. There's servers catching fire the way it was when uh, um, they did the free live concert. Like, nah, it's not going to take it. Like, literally, servers in Japan well, were aflame. Okay. Terry, that's a good segue mm. to uh, you wanted to discuss the yet to come in the cinema. Yes. Okay. segue there. I, I did not get a chance to go and watch it, and I'm so regretful because I knew it was going to be a tough work. A week um, mm-hmm. and I just getting the time to do it but I just loved <laughs> I just loved seeing how much fun everybody had at their showings at their theaters I'm gonna the video ca- clips I've watched yes and just the support of it there was a little bit of negativity I'm before the uh before it's the showings began yep. like a few days before you had people making their same videos talking about don't be acting up in the in the movie theater don't don't bitch why i'm so glad that none of y'all listen to that bull crap and yet i had such a different experience up. we so i took go my 10 year old oh it was great why not of course why not did you go to see it i did I did. I went here locally. Talk now, I am about two hours north of Toronto. So we have a very, very tiny army contingency up here. And ironically, in my kind of day job, I'll have people walk up and sometimes I'll sneak in my BTS merch when I'm working and I'll have like a Love Yourself Tour <laughs> shirt. And all you hear is, who's your bias? As they walk by me. So it's great. I'm like, listen, it's just easier to say OT7 and call it a day because if I go through the the ever evolving bias list will be here for a couple of hours. So I took my 10 year old daughter who um, had yet to be to a, be able to go to a concert and everything. And we had our army bombs and there was only a few in the, in the theater. There was about 45 people in our theaters, very small, but I was kind of sad because, and this is nothing against newer army. But up until Dynamite came on and Run BTS came on, they didn't, like, we were singing along because she knows more words than I do. And we were singing along and doing our thing, and it was so, so quiet. And the only time you would hear anybody squeal is when there would be a close-up of one of the boys' faces, and they would all lose their ever-loving mind. And I appreciate that. I know not everybody's going to know all the words, but it's like, why aren't we at least vibing? Like, you don't have to know the words. Like, vibe, shake your phones, do something. There was one young girl who was like 16 who stood up and danced the entire hour and 40 minutes. And my daughter ended up dancing with her. And I was like, here, take the army bombs. You guys go play. I was just sitting there vibing on my own. And it was great. And I could hear the odd person go, oh, my God, look at that. I'm like, you know what? Rethink your life and why you spent money on this ticket. Because if there's Mm -hmm. one thing that we do in this house is we support the fact that we all get fired up by it. Even if you don't know all the music, it's totally fine. Just go with it. Just be there. Be be present. It doesn't have to be a 70,000 person concert for you to scream and be happy. Because this and is why, to, like, 
you have to think that for a lot of people, this is their concert. They mm-hmm. might not get to see an actual live show. Exactly. You know, what it, felt, it felt like for a lot of people. I don't know if anybody in the anybody who's listening, you could, uh, everyone in the chat, you know, did anybody get emotional? Did anybody cry? I, I heard that a lot of people truly got oh, I sobbed. emotional because, <laughs> yeah, definitely, you know, with regards to gin, mm-hmm. knowing what we know now. Yeah. You know, when they recorded that and showed it live originally and we streamed it, we didn't know for sure, for sure, that, he, that what was going on with yep. him in the military. So knowing everything that we know now, seeing the way they edited Jin on the uh, on the movie. The editors really broke oh, down. The editors really fucked with us. I'm going to be I'm going to be dead serious about this because whoever edited it is army. Oh, wow. He's not, yeah, yeah, it's not just staff, this is ARMY, whoever did this obviously loves them the way we love them, because there were little parts that were clipped out, you know, whatever, like the gaps and the quiet moments, totally cool, but when they chose to pick a close-up, when we catch JK kind of glancing at Jin, and you can see he's emotional when they're having their chit-chats, and we're getting all this stuff, it's like, please don't do this to me, and then they're panning out into ARMY, yay, thank you, they're panning out into ARMY, and they're doing whatever, and you're like, my mofo heart cannot take this bullshit that you're doing to me right now, because I'm sitting here, and And this is, here's the whiplash, though. They start us off really hard, and the minute they go into Cypher 3, a bitch lost her mind. I am not rapline biased. Or I should say I wasn't rapline biased. Well, here we are. Min Yoongi can come and get this because I don't know who that devil was wearing Min Yoongi's body, but it was not the Min Yoongi that we're used to sitting there showing us his hands and his little teeth and his V-lives and strumming his guitar. This mofo did not come out to play. He came out to slay. He's telling everybody when they fix up his shoulder... They injected some of that, I don't know what, that you get. Like maybe whatever that thing that Superman's got or... I don't know. Something is inside of that... Adamantium. The the stuff Wolverine has. There you go. Adamantium. They put that in there. (laughs) This was a wolf in Yoongi clothing. No. Just even the way he takes pictures now. Even the way this man just poses. I hate him. I'm going to sue him. This is where we're at. I am on the Sue Min Yoongi train. That's it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so good. It was so, in like, I did see the concert in LA and I did see one of the concerts in Vegas. And the vibe is so, so intense. And it didn't matter that, you know, the crowd wasn't the loudest or anything. My kiddo was having a lot of fun. And my brain just kind of focused in on what was going on. And it just felt like whiplash over and over and over again. And when they did their Rugby TS kind of choreo, which we have all seen many, many times since since they kind of put it out there. um, There is a part of me that kind of thought... I am so happy to see that they have literally gone through TikTok and seen all the stuff that people have done of their own choreos to various songs. And they have plucked moves that beautiful POC creators have put out there. And they have made this very street vibe, very like 
old school hip hop vibe, very like mm. modern. It gave me royal family vibes, like the way they were sinking and the way oh, they were. I love the royal family. Right? Oh. Like there wasn't as much isolation, so right, but well. they had that they whole thing. Like, because they really are incorporating in their recent choreos, mm -hmm. well, definitely Run BTS, they're incorporating the backup dancers in such a prominent way that it just feels like a dance group. And we haven't seen like that since the start. The like they, they all are so cohesive and yep. part of the imagery. Love it. And I love it. we I love haven't that like we haven't seen that since like debut days where they used to have their big mm. bunch of dancers and we mm. we know we all know the the bulletproof um uh dance vi uh rehearsal that they're all there JK's like what 16 and they're all like doing their thing 12 <laughs> Listen some days I still think he's 12 and then I'd look at him he was 21 he's just 12 until 21 he was 12 Exactly that little, that little, that little, that little boy that got quote unquote angry for his choreo. I'm like, oh, I cannot just stop. Oh, anyway, thank God he's a man now and we can thirst in peace. Um, I'm not going to think about that V live. I'm not going to think about that V live. It's fine. Woo. I hope we can, uh, sorry, Terry. Oh, no, that's right. Yes. I noticed something awesome about JK. So okay. Tell us. Yes. I would love to know what that is. I I'm going to keep rambling because we are recording the podcast, so I'm going to keep rambling in the meantime. But yes, um, yes please continue. So, so guys, keep keep commenting. I know I'm not engaging with the chat as much as I normally do, but please keep commenting. It's just because we're recording the pod, but yep. I will every now and then. I will. Like, we'll we'll the pluck chat. in. We'll pluck in. So with the with the yet to come thing, I noticed a Jimin didn't cry as much as normal. I think they had to let him have a cry prior, to be very honest, because he did look kind of wet-eyed here and there. Um, but yes, our mans did not sob like he normally does, which gave me solace, okay? Um, watching the videos, like the behind the scenes of Yet to Come, and of course, we all know what, the, what we do. We look at Yoongi to see if he's looking in the middle of their hands, right? We all are waiting to see if he ever dares to look in because we know that's going to be their last one. So obviously he did not look in, but I feel like the sobbing was like, someone must have said something to him and be like, can you cry now, please? We're not trying to make them sad. We're trying to keep them happy for this one. And yeah, when they, their vocals were impeccable. Everything was wonderful. But there is a thing that I, I read about um, and I noticed in their, in their YouTube video about the concert they were originally going to do their normal thing where they go out into the crowd, whether with a bus or a, a, a little floating stage or whatever. And they originally had the middle stage set up and they had to cancel that for security reasons. And that kind of upset me. I'm like, you know, I get it. We miss Bangtan. And I'm sure people in Busan who have not had a Busan concert since muster, what, four years ago? I'm sure that they were kind of very anxious to see this. And it being a free concert means that various people that may not have been able to do this before were able to. Yeah, it's... Why was there a security concern at this point? Who's doing what? Was there a threat? Was it just too many people? Like... Part of my heart just fluttered with all that. I'm like, I don't like knowing they're unsafe in that kind of a way. Like, it, it, it irked me. I think, I mean, there were so many issues leading up to the final show, mm -hmm. you know, happening and everything. Uh, with the original location being completely unsafe, completely unready. Um, yeah. I think maybe 
in general, they were just trying to keep this as safe as possible, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, because Hive ended up fronting the bill for, yeah. for the yet to come show. Which for the it record, boys and girls, yeah, for the record, boys and girls, so that is in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. We're not taking any insurance risks. We're just yeah. going to, like you said, they haven't had a show in Busan for a long time. It was a very large crowd. Mm -hmm. This is like their first ever real free concert. Yeah. You know, so they probably, it was more like probably fear of the unknown. Maybe they just were trying to be extra, Hold on. extra safe. Someone said, I think mainly because in LA and Vegas, people were throwing things. You might be right. You might be right. And I hope that that's oh, just course. the, yes. I hope that was all. Well, there you go. Can this be a lesson mm -hmm. that, you know, you, you do silly things like that. You're going to ruin it for everybody. Because yeah. I know from friends of mine who went to LA and went to Vegas, mm -hmm. that was one of the most amazing moments was when they got into when the guys were going around yes. on the uh, little mini stage thing yeah they got to get eye contact people who weren't sat on barricade people who weren't right up close got yep. their moments so you know throwing things on stage you know now they'll probably not do that again yeah and you that's see, one of those costly everybody has to be safe I think that's where kind of we have a, a thing where we, we will bring this up on our podcasts here and there. It's very much a, um, we can't have nice things that are as army because there's always a handful of people that will push that boundary and ruin things. Um, one of the examples right now for me is aside from the concerts, everybody sees a bike parked outside of Hybe and they're all assuming it's JK's and it's like, and what if it is? Who effing cares? If it is, it's none of your beeswax. But also, I think it's a decoy. You think they're going to let that man's park his bike outside in the middle? They're, it's not happening. They're parking a bike. There's some poor staffer that probably gets mauled every day. And people get, you know, he gets paparazzied from afar because they're distracting from the actual bike that JK owns with a license plate and he rides. Also, he'd never be caught in a beige puffer jacket. Who are you kidding? But... Listen, we know, we know this. There's no way. White helmet and a beige puffer jacket. That boy ain't going to do that. Anyway. Black on black on black. Thank you very much. On black with a tiny hint of washed out gray. Thanks. But. Mm -hmm. Unless they put him in head to toe lilac for a performance. You know what I mean? Anyway, that's aside the point. But yeah, no, they're they're having to do all this stuff. They're having to do decoys. They've changed the cars multiple times. Why are you guys doing this? Why are we like we have this discussion over and over again? Honestly, Terry, mm -hmm. I was so disappointed. I I honestly I get disappointed in in the negative things that happen within army a lot. You, mm -hmm. know, you know, people who follow me, you see my videos. I I'm trying to not touch on too many things you know i'm trying to keep it as positive as i can and of course because it can really drain you when you're trying to tackle all the negative stuff within your k-pop fandom i'm selective in my bitching my friend <laughs> but like when i saw that of seeing all the sasang and the leaked photos of mm -hmm. jin then to see people going gaga over these soft sayings, stalker pictures of JK, or if they thought it was JK, they didn't even know if that was JK, but then who got a picture of his motorcycle license? And just, like, do y'all not see?
see, like, it's like, take a moment and reflect yeah. on what you're doing. Yes. You are not seeing this man as a human being at all because you wouldn't treat Joe Banana down the street who you don't know from a hole in the wall. You wouldn't treat mm-hmm. him like that. No. Nope. You wouldn't whip out a camera. And I know people are going to say, he's famous. He knows what he's, you know, he should expect this. That there'll be those weird people who talk about famous people like they don't deserve uh, privacy. Autonomy, yeah. Don't deserve privacy. Weird people like that. And I don't care if anyone's offended by it. You are weird. If you think that somebody can follow the babies and wanting to follow their their vocation, what they were meant to do, what they were put on this planet yep. to do, I truly believe BTS were created to do what they're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Because you're not going to get another BTS. They were cherry picked by some entity, some deity. <laughs> Bang <Okay>. PD. <laughs> you're telling me that just because they're famous and they're great at it, oh, you don't get the rights the rest of us do when it comes to just basic respect. Once upon okay. a time in a past lifetime. Okay. You someone saw JK with his um, motorcycle trainer or whatever, uh-huh. and they took a picture. Why are you sharing it? Because Ta- yeah. are going to be saucing. Saucing is going to keep saucing. Yeah. Doesn't mean that us as Western fans need to keep do the same bullshit. Highlighting and boosting yeah. their negative behavior. Exactly. Because they're literally profiting. Guys don't realize these soft things are not truly fans. They're making money. They're making money or they're hoping for some kind of interesting you know YN fanfic moment for themselves because they think somewhere in their twisted minds that they deserve that and that's not okay either um we are we are in do we think that the korean idol agency kind of like have given when i when the whole idol thing began Mm -hmm. in the early days the fans were a big part of it. These agencies kind of depended on the fans. You know, we can use Big Hit as a great mm-hmm. example. They were broke. Fans bought them outfits for music shows. Yes. Fans bought them things for their house. Mm-hmm. Fans gave them essentials at fans. Yeah, like, absolutely. You know, here's food. Here's freaking, you know, because they were broke. And that was a big thing. The fan, so you you then can understand that feeling of, and they probably feel it to this day, even yes. though they're millionaires. They probably feel this feeling of like we can never repay them for what they did to for us, what Army did for us in the beginning days. So, but I'm gonna need BTS to let that go now. Yes, I think <laughs> that they've paid their dues. They have. Okay. Um, to keep allowing people to take advantage of you. Start tightening up these rules. I, they're doing it little by little. People are getting sued. People are getting reported. They are. You know, they're just, but I need more. I think. I think what I what people often that have just plopped into the into the kind of K-pop life via BTS, which are an exception to the rule in in a lot of ways, because they didn't go about it any other normal way. And something that I've brought up many times over the podcasts is <clears throat> BTS Bank PD pulled away from working with a bigger company because he didn't like the ethics and the morals of it. And he wanted to start his own thing, which he did out of pocket with his severance pay after, you know, going, I'm not working for you guys anymore. And for the podcast people, I gave the middle finger anyway. (laughs) So 
BTS started literally with nothing. And if you know anything about the beginning, you know that Sukjini was feeding all of these boys while they were all sleeping together in a dorm that was meant to be for two people, not seven. If you all see JK and these memes going around make me cry, where he sleeps like a sausage in a line and he sleeps like this on his bed and he's like completely in one straight line. It's because there were four of them sleeping all together. And it's because he was the youngest. He got to shower in cold water. He got to eat the last food and they would all do all this stuff. Like it's all cute and fun and games when we sit there and talk about, um, oh, BTS and they're overrated and then and they didn't pave the way and they didn't do whatever. It's like, bitch, they starved to be who they are today. So we're going to defend and that's where we kind of are. And I get really sad and upset. But the reality of the matter is that industry purely gives the boyfriend and girlfriend experience. That is what they do. And if, if people cannot differentiate what portion of what goes out there is the boyfriend and girlfriend experience and what portion of it out there is the um them being genuine then you need to go back and be critical about your own brain because that's a problem them putting out cute dance videos um their christmas and new year blowing kisses we love you and they're super cute and they're made up and they're dolled up that's all part of the experience. That is all part of the, we are going to be, this is fan service, literally fan service. When they're sitting in their office and in their house and in their whatever going, I'm bored and I'm eating ramen and I've missed you and I wanted company. It's them reaching out to their friends for company. And it's a totally different ball game that doesn't, and in none of those circumstances are we allowed to overstep that limit and that boundary of assuming that they owe us shit <laughs> to be super blunt about it. So, sorry, I just got all upset thinking of poor, the poor boys, all like little sausages, three to a fucking bed. Oh, I cannot. Oh, I'm fine. Jenny's pocket you know, money. Fans, but financially, mm -hmm. uh, you know, getting them essentials, things like that. So because they're so big now, a lot of people just like to gloss over that and, and, and just say like, oh, well, you know, they've never had to work for anything. How? How? I, I cannot it, with it that. It just baffles me. I'm, I'm... It baffles me. So I need people to let that go yeah. and uh, give them their kudos for how far they've come. Instead of just focusing on the fact that they are sure. They are where they are now, of course. And and there's one thing that I bring up sometimes that, that irks me no end. And I will remind people of this because K-pop has, has always had 
the fan wars and the bullshit rumors about people not liking each other and whatever. But there is an instance where as much as I love G-Dragon, he was a total prick to them at an award show, making absolute fun of them for wearing knockoff Versace or whatever the hell they were wearing at that point in time. And it's like, there's a part of me that, as much as I hate to do this, is so vindicated by the fact that Jimin and Taeyang did their their duet and um, Yoongi had him on his show and they had this whole discussion. And to see Taeyang be so humble and almost bordering on nervous himself, even though Yoongi was a, a straight up fangirl, okay? Like, no, no goff there. He was like full on flustered teenage girl because his idol was there. They might not remember, or maybe they choose not to remember, but my petty ass remembers GD being nasty towards them. And it's like, he wasn't the only one. It was very common for all the big companies and their and their members and their groups to be offensive towards BTS. And they showed their surprise when they got their first die saying. Now it's time to ignore all that. But also not forget somewhere in the back of our petty minds that that still is there. They've earned it. They've more than earned it. Yeah. So like, woosa people, don't pretend that the boys came for money because none of them did. Even Sukjini, who supposedly, you know, whatever. Nah, he wasn't, he wasn't one of those people like from a big, yeah, no. It's not some K-drama K where, you know, he's the son of a multi-million dollar corporation. <laughs> oh, I, I truly enjoyed uh, that episode of Sutra Talk. Oh, so good. Um, as a Big Bang fan myself, mm -hmm. seeing my two, you know, faves coming together, obviously with the Vibe collab, and then just seeing, you know, Yoongi be able to open up about he he let his fangirl out. It was great. <laughs> Which I'm sure Tan. He looked he looked genuinely moved by what Yugi was saying, and unfortunately, again, special moments like that get ruined mm -hmm. by the fans. Yeah. Um, and it was turned into something so ridiculous that I genuinely sometimes worry about the mental uh, stability of a lot of army. And I would have to say, not just ARMY were involved in this, you know, there was a lot of things going on during the time that Vibe came out between both fandoms, okay? Mm -hmm. VIPs and, and ARMY. But the narrative that Yoongi sold BTS out. Oh, God. Somebody, please. Or that he was leaving them, that he would never go back. Like He was going to leave the group. Did you guys, everybody watching in the chat, everybody listening, did you hear this? This was floating around. Oh, God. That Yungi was basically proclaiming that he done all because he said that Big Bang basically created BTS. They, they were the source point. They were because they that's who they looked up to. Really looked up to that. Group. Yeah. And it's really funny because of all the this people, of all the people that would, like, I don't think any of them would ever say anything like that. But out of all of them, Yoongi is the quietest one in a lot of ways, but the loudest one in other ways. And he would never, he's not, 
he's not even accidentally by mistake, potentially out of whatever, going to let something like that slide out of his mouth. And he did not. I watched it. We all watched it. I don't know what show these people were watching because it sure as hell was not the one we all watched. There, he literally sat there and fangirled over Jimin and fangirled over Taeyang, fangirled over the song. And he was, if he had proclaimed his love more for the other boys, he would be on a knee with a ring. Like he was all about them while sitting in front of one of his own idols. So, like, please, pull your heads out of your asses. Sometimes it's just, like, not, and I don't mean us here, obviously. I mean them a lot, you know, the, the, the icky ones. Um, stop putting stupid rumors out there. Like, what an actual heck, like, what's to gain from that? No, oh, no, Yoongi said he's leaving the group. Bitch, please. There is nothing to gain. I think there are certain factions of the band that are warriors. They don't know what to do with their lives. <laughs> right? Where the rest of us can find you know, enjoyment in streaming, in, you know, boosting the guys, talking about the guys, yeah. going to shows, going to pop-up events, going to cup sleeves, you know, just incorporating BTS in a healthy way yeah. in our lives, or enjoying a little bit of thirst, enjoying a little bit of, um, a little bit of the parasocial, like, find a positive way to enjoy this group instead of resting in that little faction on Twitter that just want drama. And to they be want something to argue about. And to be my normal sassy self. About something. Child, if if you if you can't get the D, go buy one from the shelf and sort your life out. Ooh. I mean Because maybe mean, that's what you that's what these people require. I mean, you know. They require some release of some kind that is clearly better for them. Supervision, because it's stupid. <laughs> you require a babysitter. And what does. It's giving takes the device away. Can we change the password? Right. Oh my God. You know what disturbs me? If they are literally like VIPs doing this, y'all best be grown. You're as grown as we are and older. What the heck are you doing? If it was, if it was like Moa's, I'd be like, okay, a lot of these kids are tiny. They're teenagers. What do they know? No, these are like, like, Child, we all in our forties now. What is going on? Nah. Mm-mm. No, I don't like it. I, it irks me no end. I'm just like, just let them be. No, I, I literally didn't even speak about it on my TikTok mm-hmm. because I was like, no, I'm not giving this life. I refuse to give life to this nonsense. So I was like, I'm not even gonna talk about it. This I is the first time I'm actually right. talking about it. I was not gonna talk about it this. until it y'all, came. Y'all are deranged. But you know what? It's so hilarious because the priest who I said that hold on i think they were more angry at the fact that during vibe there was all this vitriol about oh yang shouldn't be selling merch for vibe without jimin's name being on there How but it's his song, song it is. god forbid mm. you're profiting off of jimin da, 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 da. And then for Yungi then literally a week later to be like, oh my God, hey, you're the best. I just love you. Oh, oh my God. I, I wish, I wish the people, I know. I wish the people, I wish the people that could. Oh my God. Yeah, no, he fangirled. He showed his, he showed his excitement. Down their fan 
could really begin. The way and I, hated that. I love this man. And the way he just kind of like very lovingly and very um, excitedly took the, the drink and poured them the drink. And then they got all excited about food. And then they talked about, well, I've met Namjoon. Not at Taeyang Namjooning with Namjoon. Motherfucker, we all jealous over here. Anyway, that's a whole other story. I saw those pictures of them at the, at the, at the museum. I am not okay, girlfriend. Namjoon hanging out with a whole married man. Married man with a child is, you know, that's they always say when you start hanging out with married people, it's because you're looking to get married. Because mm. you're looking to get married. But then, mm. then Namjoon broke everyone's heart and said, I don't think I'm going to get married anytime soon. Listen, all us, all us, Delulu, all us Delulu stands can sit there and be like, there's one millionth of, of a trillionth of a hope. It's fine. It's fine. I'm a single woman <laughs> now. I can do whatever. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, Namjoon. Sorry, Namjoon. Um, but yeah, it's it's just really sweet to see them be like, oh, we're going to have dinner together and we're going to do whatever. It's like this, to them, their success has never been about the money. And I think this is what people get twisted. It's never been about the money. It's never been about the clout. They, they're still shocked when they get Daisangs, even though they're making the millions and making the numbers and doing all this. Success to them is what they're doing with their collabs. It's who they're getting to work with, whose hands they're shaking as peers. Yes. Somebody in the chat said Mm -hmm. there's a group of army that literally do not want the boys to interact with anyone. And it's psychotic. And this is the truth. Yeah. We talk about collab, 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 collab. Then the collab happens and then people They lose their shit. Oh just in their feelings. Let's put I it this way. I don't understand it. And the funny thing about it is, the funny thing about it is, I don't think anybody, anything ARMY do really at this point can truly stop BTS's bag. No. I don't think that anything that ARMY do can truly cause other artists to be like, nah, I'm not working with them. I'm not messing with them. Their fandom's pretty great. They're at a point now where people will, people will work with Bend BTS over backwards, yeah. BTS. People are in those emails in those hive emails begging to work with bts so i don't think army has that power anymore yeah but not for lack of trying <laughs> they will look to ruin relationships between bts and other humans i think what, just like i think what gets me at this point is to you if you're cutting them off from other people exactly it doesn't how they reacted to tay accidentally or purpose following t.o.p oh god Let's talk about the nonsense Bringing up this man's past charges, this and that. First and foremost, the level of disrespect some of these Twitter keyboard warriors. Mm. Oh, no. They, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. That's my fault. It said my battery's dying. How did, pl- ma'am, plug your phone in. Warriors go to yes. Is like, for me, it's like now you're crossing absolute lines yes and if i was a member of bts if i was tay during that time i would have been disgusted and embarrassed and i've told y'all this before if, i'd be a terrible idol because i cuss my fandom out yes and then <laughs> <laughs> they're at the point where they could and we'd still be here like i would love for namjoon to come out and be like you know what this we saw that we saw that we saw and you've crossed the line now having said that they haven't said it about fanfics they haven't said it about um, fan art. They haven't said it about cover versions of their songs. In fact, I, if, if we all kind of go back 18 months or so where they reacted to a bunch of those, they've never had an issue with any kind of artistic endeavor, creative endeavor that 
any inspiration that army can take from them they are happy to provide and even if it is like the sexier stuff or the thirst tweets because we know for a fact they can see all this stuff none of that has ever bothered them but when we are delving into this point and i say a very general we as army even though i don't want to consider these people army when you get to the point where you are such a weird little solo stan in your in your own brain where depriving your person that you admire so much of what they physically, mentally, and emotionally want, which is collabs with certain artists, travels to certain places, deals with certain um, designers or whatever, because you and yourself think that that is somehow detracting from what you're getting. Bruh, go see a shrink. You forgot your meds that day. I don't know what your problem is, but that's not it. Like, I can't imagine someone saying, oh, my God, there's no way we're going to allow G-Dragon to work with Coco Chanel because the original designer of Coco Chanel designed some infamous uniforms for someone in World War II, which I will not name on this podcast. But, you know, so we will ethically, morally, 70 years later, not allow G-Dragon to be on Coco Chanel uh, uh, posters. Like, are you shitting me right now? This is what they want. This is what they're doing. We're ma they're making random connections and random boundaries and getting upset over shit that doesn't involve them. Like the whole thing about Tay being in Paris and bumping into, was it Lisa from Blackpink, I think, or one of the other female idols? And people were like, oh, they must be dating because. I'm like, oh, for the love of Christ. They were pro. I'm sorry if that's the case. So uh, Hobie, Jimin, and Jackson Wang were all dating as a throuple because they were all at, um, you know, Paris Fashion Week together. They're all at Valentino together, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. sorry. A whole Ign couple. Oof. Excuse my brain while it has that moment of prof processing that mental image. Ooh. We're fine. It's fine. Ooh. Are we? Oh God. Oh no, we're not fine. Anyway. Listen. I don't know. Listen. Oh. Back to the series. But the, the, this is what we do on this podcast. We hurt ourselves on the daily. Oh, anyway, that was a beautiful mental well, image. I mean, you, mentioned, you mentioned Jackson, mm -hmm. uh, which is a... Another segue. a lovely segue. <laughs> beautiful segue. We're doing great with segues. Today. Right, it's giving. Ten for but, ten. Um, let's talk about Jackson, the schlong dong wang. Okay. Let's talk about child. You talked about boundaries. Yes. To BTS. Now I think that does cross over very nicely into our agassiz. Yes. About Jackson. Okay. An artist that now is saying I'm setting boundaries for myself as an artist, mm -hmm. and I'm doing things my way. Yep. And I'm really not going to respond either way to what people think, what media think. You know what anybody says or thinks. I am. He is truly. I, uh, ironically, where people think that he's completely unhinged, he's actually in the most secure place he has ever been. Yes. And that's coming from someone who has stand him for multiple years. Yes, and he okay. came from a place he's where he in was the most secure place mm -hmm. emotionally. Yeah. Within his uh, within his craft that he has ever been. He not to exactly not to to diss got seven as a group. They were great together as a unit. They are great together as a unit. But under the management that they were under, 
They were not okay. Not Jackson, not Bam. None of the boys were okay under that management. So stepping away, finding themselves, doing their own thing is what they all needed to do to be in a better place. So when they all come together again, they will be 10 times better than they were. And I feel that because I always felt a disconnect with their music and could completely understand their solo stuff far better than I could them as a group because of yes. how censored they were. So Jackson in the last what? It's the fact that I didn't realize that Mark, that Mark was as talented as he actually is. That child. When it comes to God 7, mm -hmm. but that man's range, when you listen to his solo music, he could do everything yeah he can do everything and he got, he got he got pigeonholed he can do soul he can give you jazz he can give you he gives you house music he can he is really talented yes amy we, seven, he was just he was just kind of a basic rapper to me amy's little you comment know? here so i'm just I'm gonna so read it out for this solar stuff. absolutely amy's comment can i just remind people that jackson is a total gentleman and he still loves poc we have to remember he is very much a poc himself he is very much a mixed race POC from a part of the world where shit's crazy down there. And he is juggling a whole lot of stuff on his back while trying to be himself because of where he comes from. So he's not just some random dude stepping out into the limelight doing whatever he wants because he still has to go home. He still has family back home and he's dealing with the whole thing. Having said that... His family were at risk. Yeah, of course. You know, this is not the first time that political has has entered his personal and then people looked at him to speak and then there was a whole thing. His family were literally threatened, their lives threatened, mm -hmm. okay? The last time this sort of situation happened. Mm -hmm. And people just don't realize, who are you choosing? Yeah. When it comes to your family or anything else, I'm choosing my fucking family. Of course he is, and okay? all the and respect. People can feel how they want to feel about it. Yep. People can create whatever a narrative they want to create mm -hmm. but all i'm going to say is i've been through the, the i've been through the ringer with the whole jackson conversation yes. and i will keep speaking in defense of jackson but he don't need me to defend him that man is so in tune with what he's even amidst all the vitriol mm -hmm. and the negative did he even did he acknowledge any of it once? nothing because he's a he because he's, he's a prince whoever said he's it said it right let these people argue with themselves yes on social media yes. while you go and have the best tour that is that is driving those crazy all around the world the way people are like for Jackson Wang the way people are now seeing him for the talent that he is thanks to Magic Man I am so upset I did not get tickets okay to worry about. yes and the Ignoring the political now, because we kind of, we brought it up, but we're going to talk about Magic Man Tour because, A, the DeLulu is real right now, and he's done it to himself, and he's so proud of himself, and I hate him and love him for it. Like, sir, let us all live our YN moments. Why don't you? He's like, hmm, let's see, what are we going to do today? Oh, this is a good one here. Fine, let's do that. You asshole. <laughs> I cannot with him. Um... But watching all the videos, oh, girlfriend. I, I never considered camping for a concert <laughs> until Jackson's concert. Right. I didn't camp. I, I queued for 14 hours just to try and get the best spot possible. Yep. But for a hot second, I was like, I may have to camp for Jackson's <laughs> I don't even for BTS have I considered camping. 
never. Oh. But I think it was more than just like the, the whole like, you know, why in moment situation. For me, it was I needed to see this show close up. Yes. Because never have I been able to see since I started liking k-pop music and listening to k-pop music i know jackson is not a k-pop artist as a soloist he is just an artist before anyone comes for me mm -hmm. but obviously i stand him from god seven days so yes you know, he falls under the umbrella yes it's a big part of who he is yeah we can't just denounce that I'm of course sure he doesn't denounce that just like he doesn't denounce god seven that's still his family you exactly know, for me it's like the way he put this show, I was honored to see it live. And this show moved me. Whoever's going to the Jackson concert, you are in for not only, it's like when you get everything is satisfied, your eyes, your ears, mm -hmm. your senses. Yeah. Like it just, he thought of everything, every detail, like the way he makes his dancers look just like him. So at certain points of the show, you don't know who's Jackson. It's so cool. Like I love it. Routine where they're all dressed in a hood, but they've all got the exact same makeup on. And then you're looking for Jackson. You're like, We're, but it doesn't matter. Like it just—it's so artistic. I love it. Beautiful girls um, doing their thing. I love that it's co-ed. By the way, I appreciated the choreo. Mm -hmm. This man is an artist beyond anything else. I'm I'm watching Sin artist, comment here. It explains why him and Namjoon were close. Yeah. I think they both have that very, you know, deep kind of way of like thinking about their music and being very unique with their music. I think also but, um, he takes a lot of inspiration for, of how Namjoon kind of uh, plans things. And we all know now, you know, years later, how the map of the soul and all the Carl Jung things all got played into their music and everything. He was in the middle of that. They were friends during that. So he got there and had his mind blown from the inside out because he knew what was going down while the rest of us were scrambling with theories. Oh, I just knocked my own hat. Sorry. But uh, I just saw a little thing here where Sin said she's taking her husband to the Jackson Wang concert. I'm so sorry, ma'am. I'm so sorry. You don't get to say you're single if he walks up to you. I'm telling you right now. You do not. You let some other Delulu have her moment. Thank you. <laughs> way that respectful boy literally says are you single and are you of age before he takes someone on that stage hurts my soul because i want him to be the jackson wang of fanfics where he just grabs someone by the hand and does the thing but also like sir i bow to you for being such a gentleman how dare you <laughs> Honestly, oh. i mean you should realize what's coming when the man is like saying are you of age you know, oh. are you single? Because I'm about to, uh, I'm about to do stuff that you're not used to. See, my like, brain says. Coming to Jackson's concert are used to the K-pop world, where you gotta pay, you gotta pay near enough five hundred dollars for three minutes of a video call. Right. Or if you're lucky, you get to go to a fan signing. Oh my god. God knows what you had to, how many albums you had to buy to get that. Honestly, I I was just sitting there. That's just three minutes, and now you can't even touch him at the fan signs. He's giving you this for free. Hey, right? baby. Hey, baby. He's giving you this for for the free. I was sitting like, there. This is the experience. It is. It's part of the show. Get your ass on stage. When, um, when I was watching. I didn't put on this mesh. Nothing for you. Body suit for nothing. Oof. <laughs> 
So my brain said, I've seen so many videos over time because for like a week, my my TikTok for you page was literally consumed by Jackson Wang walking up to people. So, and of course you like them and then it's like, shit, now I'm going to get more of them. God damn it. So as they come up, I just found myself at some point, someone's right next to one of the girls where he says, are you single and are you over age? And the first thing out of my mouth is, yes, and you can call me mommy. And I'm like, oh God, what has happened to me? I'm like, I need a chance to do this. So I may or may not, since I have not gotten tickets, I, I was unfortunate uh, in, in securing tickets. I may or may not have applied for a media pass because of the podcast. I need all of you to put your good juju out into the world that I get a phone call I for this. Sending you that juju. You Bring it on. Me? Oh, Because if I can make it out there, amazing. and I'm telling y'all now, okay, I get within. I get within ten feet of this man. If I don't yell that to him, I will. I will not be me. Because with a media pass, you have to act professional. I'm gonna act professional. Until the last minute, and then I'm going to whisper it in his ear and walk off like a queen. And then be like, fine, now you can throw me out. I have said it. My number, my address, my blood type. Here's my bank account number. Anything else you want, baby? Here, here's my child. You can have her too. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm gonna give it to you. Oh my god. Oh listen, hold on. It shakes my wallet. There's coins in it. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. <coughs> now that our do our Delulu moment. Anybody going to the show, like you're gonna have an amazing time. Uh you're gonna learn something, you're gonna feel a lot of things, even if you're not very privy to Jackson's music. Um, I think you're going to be after the show. I have. I know Jackson's music well. I've been a fan. I've listened. I've streamed. Oh my goodness, yes. Some of those songs live with the live band. And, and honestly. Him giving a little. Like, I think the band are from. I think they're from the Philippines. Oh no. Sorry. It's okay. You scared me. Can you plug your phone in, please? <laughs> the band that he used. It's all the laughing. It's draining the battery. Yeah, um, no, but honestly, everyone just have a great time. Yes. The band, he's live band. He's using our little band from the Philippines. Did you just say you need Hobie water? For giving a chance to Did you see that? Unknown band. Kate, Kate thinks we need Hobie water. Kate, Kate, child, there's not enough Hobie water to wash this mouth clean. That's a whole other story. Um, but no. Anybody in the chat want to talk about anything in particular? I know we haven't, but are we doing good for our topics, Terry? Yeah, we are. The other, okay. Well, because we have touched on JK's V Live and we have touched on Jackson. There is one thing that we wanted to bring up, and it's not the most positive thing, but the reality is, ah, we're going to say this because we've grown here. Um, Jackson, BTS, GOT7, all the idols who are over 20 are more than allowed to have a drink. They are more than allowed to have a day off. They are more than allowed to literally be lazy mofos and do nothing and go on a V-Live and spend four hours chugging some beer and shooting the shit. Um, oh, thank you for telling uh, my little camp. 
Listen, this is an old Yoongi hat. Anyway, aside from that, I got sidetracked. Um, so yeah, our lovely, not so lovely people that think they're fans and they're just literally flapping their gums for no reason on the internet have made a point of discussing, um, yeah, why, why are they drinking? That's not good for them. Is, why is he not sleeping in a regular schedule? Whether it be for JK or whether it be for Jackson having Hennessy on the stage. First of all, <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with a beer. There's nothing wrong with chugging a little bit of Hennessy. There's nothing wrong with being a 25, 26, 27-year-old feral young man sowing his wild oats, having a bunch of fun and having some drinks. And anybody who is over 25 that says that, oh, you know, this is a very unhealthy lifestyle. Clearly y'all are effing boring because it's not, everybody goes through this phase. And I think that we're putting so much stupid pressure on them when clearly these boys have been working since they were preteens. Um, and it's just, it's really stupid. But also I'm going to say this because I've thought about this a lot. Jackson's performing so, so much. And I know, um, Jen, you said that he was a sponsor or being sponsored by, um, or a front man for Hennessy. We don't even know if that is real Hennessy in that bottle because the reality is he's doing this mid-show and he's got to still perform. Have you ever tried doing shit while you're actually really like suddenly knocked back by some strong booze? It ain't going to happen. The choreo is going to suck. And people have just paid $600 for floor seats. So it's a show though. This is how I know, Terry, this is how I know that a lot of people who are talking about, you know, the over drinking on stage mm -hmm. are probably young. Yes. I'm a grown ass woman, as you know. Okay. Been through it. If you know about some brown liquor, mm -hmm. okay, first of all, you can't, you, you can't neck Hennessy. Some of the best Hennessy drinkers out there cannot neck a bottle of Hennessy. It's literally impossible. It I burns mean, your that. damn throat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be sputtering like a child. Like, you're just going to be, <laughs> like, it's not going to look sexy at any point. I've Listen, for me, you know, think what you want to think, believe what you want to believe, but when you see the show, you realize how integral the drinking portion is to the show. People have seen clips on people's TikToks. Yes. Feeding alcohol to his manager at the front row and, you know, guzzling the bottle and giving the ball to his dad. It's all tied into... to his story of course so let them please it, it's hilarious to me but talking about jk um it's so interesting that the two the two of them coincide in regards to jk's live and uh -huh. the reaction that people had to jk's drinking on his live and i want to laugh when i say jk's drinking because <laughs> he had what two beer like this man was like on a four-day bender oh my god four pints in five hours. Okay. I have knocked 10 pints in two. First of all, I will never do that again. you were in I England. Profusely. And being, being in England too. Five year old men drunk four pints in five hours. So I'm, I'm going to bring this up. I used to be a barmaid in England and I would serve four pints in 45 minutes to a bunch of 22 year olds coming into my pub. And that was seen as okay. 
hair on their chest. This is them starting out for the night. It's 6 p.m. By 6.45, they've chugged five pints, and then now they're ready for the hard liquor. And poor JK has four big beers in his V-Live over the span of a million hours while eating and playing with his dog and doing whatever, and everybody lost their minds. It's like, are we kidding right now? What kind of standards are you setting? Let the poor boy have, like, a beer belly for, like, half a minute till he goes and, you know, works out in the morning and it's gone. Ugh. I, it frustrates me beyond belief because... It was... Mm. No, and I understand, and I'm glad you, you wanted to discuss this because, you know, it's one of these things where I believe boundaries are so important mm -hmm. and us to know our place as a fan. Know your place as a fan. You are not their friend. Mm -hmm. You are not their parent. You are not their freaking even, you know, old schoolmate. Uh -huh. We do not have a place. You can be concerned. I don't want people to think that I'm saying don't be concerned. Genuine concern is one thing, and it's very much welcomed because uh -huh. we should care about the idols that we, of course. That we stand. It's up to us as fans to be able to keep an eye on certain things because sometimes we've seen what goes on. And when agencies hide, oh, of course, it's observant, but don't cross the goddamn line. And if JK is on his live, I'm so sorry if I'm over talking. No, no, here, not at all. I'm very, I get emotional thinking about this last mm -hmm. few days because we waited for so long for him to come back, and he comes back, and y'all do the same shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking cry. God nope. damn it. You're not. Y'all do the same shit. Yeah. And you wonder why this man has to reclaim his time every so often uh -huh. to disappear. Yeah. And I tell you now, we joke about me doing season two of Where the Fuck is JK. I will not. Yeah. Because I know for a fact, if I sit there and, and, and tell this man, I miss you, I miss you, come back, I miss you, I miss you. He comes back and we hurt him again. Yeah. And this is. Respect him again. And this and is where we get upset. So I won't do a season two. You heard it here first, first, folks. I won't do a season two of Where the Fuck is JK if he decides to take another break. Yeah. I will respect, I, I mean, I respect the break. Even though I did that series add to the void. It's just going to end up being the cause of why this man needs to sit his ass at home for yeah. six days in a row. And, and just switch off i'm going to kind of touch on he that too he has the right to autonomy he has the yes. right to, you know i'm sorry like i just oh god no week or so seeing the video in particular so mad and it took a lot for me to not respond but i don't respond to just any video anymore i try yeah. to just reflect and internalize everything and if i want to make a video on it myself i will but sometimes y'all can't be saved no, and, and this is the thing. We have talked about this many, many times. Toxic. Oh, yeah. To us, the ones with common sense, mm -hmm. separate. Oh, that. Yes. Don't give them the views. So, that's all we can do. Um, I'm sorry. Jared. No, no, not at all. Not at all. There was just little moments of glitching. So I'm waiting for you to finish. So we make sure we get what you're, what you're saying. Oh, this is where, my, 
Right. If you if you hang on, Terry, I'm gonna get my charger. Hang on. Okay, girlfriend, you get your charger. I'm a, I'm a waffle a bit because we are recording. Um, this is where uh, I get super super upset on the behalf of of all our idols that we love so much, and BTS being kind of the specific badge. The the reality of it is, we do not. As much as we want to be sitting at the table with them, we are not. We are viewers to their experience and viewers to their life. And even though they have given us a lot more than what your average person can give you, um, we are not there with them. We can observe from afar. We can discuss things amongst ourselves. We can express worry and concern. But it really isn't our spot because we don't know. But also... With the information that we do have and what they have shared with us, <clears throat> going back kind of to the beginning of our uh, podcast here today where we talked about, you know, BTS wasn't fed with a silver spoon and they did start from nothing. The reality of it is they've given us 80% and other idols will give us 50%. And in that 80% and 50% of what we see of them, that is the, the extent and limit of where we get to comment. But also, it ha we have to remember this is a job. And this is a job that they have been doing. Hi, buddy. This is a job that they have been doing since they were children. And whether they want to have a drink, whether they want to add a drink spectacle element to their concerts, whether they just want to chill with ARMY and be on a V-Live. If JK wants to stay the fuck at home for six or seven or eight days and not go anywhere but walk the dog to the deck to poop, hell, let him get a staffer to take the dog out for a poop because as he informed us, the poops are huge. Who the fuck wants to clean that up? This is why I don't have a dog. Sorry, Bubby, I did not mean to like... Yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, I need someone to remind me that I should be on a, a filter. I am so sorry, Bubby. Um, but yeah, if if he wants to take, if he wants to take, yeah, send send someone to take the dog out for a walk. To go for a walk, don't go for a walk. Do you want to stay indoors and close your curtains and be there for a week, sir? You have earned it. You have literally put blood, sweat, and tears on the stage, on the videos, in the photo shoots, in the room, in the studio, with everybody else. You've done more than what half of us deserve yeah. for you to do. So, yeah, you want to take a week off and be depressed and drink beer? Oh, well, you know what? Go for it. When was the last time he had three months off can to do we, nothing? Can we also... Sorry, Terry. Mm -hmm. Can we also be very careful? I feel like it's... As somebody who is a sufferer mm -hmm. of uh, depression, anxiety, mine's more trauma-based, mm -hmm. can we be careful with diagnosing people just based off of the little things that they allow you to see? You're not with all intimate yeah. lives. Because if it's people who are actually truly suffering with those things, you're diminishing it because you're listening exactly. to... You know, you're watching a live, you see someone drink, you know, four beers, and you're calling them an alcoholic. Yeah. It takes, it really is insulting even to people who are actual addicts and who are struggling, who are, who are going through these real issues, and y'all are just sensationalizing it, yes. turning it into a hashtag, you're turning it into a TikTok video. 
And I just, I just need for people to grow up a little bit. Yeah, I think. I'm not um, assume it's all young fans doing this. No, Everybody I don't think it is. To just take a step back and humanize idols. Exactly. Humanize idols. They are people. And okay. Even though they like allow. Said, stop putting them on these pedestals. Yes. Where you start losing your own sense. Mm -hmm. And treating them in a way that's like, like, like they're just this entity, like they're an avatar. Yeah. That's a real ass person. They like, walk through life. They just have a really super cool job. Exactly. Okay? And and as somebody who also deals with mental health concerns and we all have all these issues, like having a moment of feeling sad or wanting to isolate or wanting to not be around people or just wanting to shut off and close your curtains and not be blinded by the sunlight does not a depression depressive state make um and frankly i'd be exhausted too i'm exhausted watching their content mm -hmm. forget being the humans creating it and being you know in the limelight working 24 7 um there's a reason why and this is something that we noticed being in la with um the other nunas and everything we were privy to like a little bit of information here and there and we were close to where they were staying. There were helicopters 24 seven, there were paparazzi 24 seven, there were security staffers running around 24 seven. It's like, take yourself out of your fandom, take yourself out of your being a mom going running her errands or being a dad going and doing your thing and put yourself in a position where you're doing all the stuff you're supposed to be doing while being filmed, watched, photographed, chased, disrespected, and continuously assaulted verbally, emotionally, physically, and sen sensation-wise at every turn. there, How are you not overwhelmed? Of course he shut off and said, I am not touching the internet. I am not touching the internet for months. I am not coming on to talk to y'all, not because I don't love y'all, but because it's too much for me. And this is where he's at. This is where he found, you know, eventually when he was ready and he missed us and he missed the interaction, he didn't go anywhere else. He went to Weavers and Instagram and he yanked Porte into it, whether he liked it or not. And Namju showed his face and proposed. And Jimin popped up and had comments. So... Yeah, it's like, why do we keep making such a big deal out of them having a normal life like what we all have and we try and have when they take a minute to step back? Good for him. I'm glad he sat there with his dog, snuggling his dog, drinking a beer and shooting the shit with us. And I'm glad he turned the camera on while he did it. Did he get chastised by a big hit or hype? Meh, whatever. They, they can't afford to lose him anyway. <laughs> it's not like they're going to fire him over it. So like... It's a whatever, and it's the fan wars and the bullshit and the stuff online that ends up getting me really, really riled up and why I knew you were the woman to have this discussion well, with. No, um, I don't want it to bother me, but it bothers me so much. Mm -hmm. and I, I just, I don't know, I just feel... Like, I waited so long to speak for JP to It's just a little bit of a but it's the same nonsense. It's like mm -hmm. when they all uh, went gaga bananas because he went to both of Ivy's concert dates in Seoul. Oh, no. And How dare he? Using IU and her comments on her Instagram. 
I like the embarrassment side of it for oh. me is like if I'm embarrassed and this isn't even me, it's not about me, I'm not involved directly, what mm-hmm. must he feel when he looks online and sees that IU is getting attacked oh. and people will say, oh, it's the same people, they're just like the same troublemakers who attack everybody, they're just like, no, I don't care. At the end of the day, those people's comments are getting liked, those mm-hmm. people who are doing videos or posts talking about it, get boosted they're not just sitting there quiet and talking to themselves people are listening to them yep. and agreeing with them they they influence newer fans who don't really know a lot yeah to join in on these hate trades and i just i just yeah it, this is something we could talk about all day we could so we absolutely could <laughs> i think the the kind of like well maybe maybe all our talking made him tired yeah <laughs> he's being su- i've never seen him so quiet my God. We have our moments. Um, but I think I think that's where kind of like to conclude that particular little portion. Um, as a fandom, again, it's stay within your boundaries. Remember that you are allowed to view the table, but you don't sit at the table. If every so often you have fans or people that are ARMY that get to work with them or you have people that work with them that become ARMY... There's very little lines and very little spots where those those lines get to cross and yeah. they get to pick it. We don't get to pick it. Namjoon works with who he wants to work with. JK works with who he wants to work with. Hybe will pop in and be like, eh, we might have somebody we want to work with. They'll still say yay or nay. If one day, and here's like me putting my thing out into the universe, if I'm lucky enough to be able to say, you know what, I'm a photographer and I got called up and I get to photograph these men, will I be an absolute mess of a human being of excitement? Of course. Am I going to do what that lovely girl did at the airport when she escorted Yungi? I don't know if you all have seen this video. Lovely young woman, army for five or six years, and her job is to escort celebrities and big thing, people, whatever, through the airport. And she got to walk with Yungi. Did she lose her fucking mind and act a fool? No. She behaved. And when they had a couple of moments, she because she asked him if he was good, if he had a good flight, he said, yes, how's your day? She then responded, you know what? I'm ARMY. I've been ARMY for years. I had to say a very quick thank you for everything that you've done for me because you and your music have helped me very much. That was it. She had a minute window. She said her piece. She shut the fuck up and went back to her job and did not make a big deal, did not make this man uncomfortable. Does she have her video? Of course she does. She didn't take a photo. Someone else caught a photo of her. And this is where a respectful army that gets a chance to be around them, gets that little sliver of a moment, and there you go. And they're gracious, and they're wonderful, and they're lovely. But aside from that, we don't sit at the table. None of us know how we'll react Mm -hmm. when we finally, if ever, get that moment. Yeah. None of us know, right? So it's a very natural human thing. I've met a lot of celebrities yep. since the age of maybe 14, 15. I was going around following the boy bands. I was always, you know, don't tell anyone. I used to go to the airport back in the day. I've learned I've learned my way. I've learned from my terrible ways. We I've learned the hard way. Yeah. Back in the day with boy bands, boundaries was kind of a thing that they, they kind of encouraged people to, because the whole image of, of, Screaming fans, fans and whatever. Nineties and early two thousand. But also the internet. 
Yeah, it wasn't what it was. Yeah. It was all part of it. But now we respect we respect artists. Don't follow them around. Don't yeah, no, them. exactly. But like, uh, we don't know how we're going to react when we get that moment. Mm -hmm. But one thing we have to remind ourselves is they don't know who you are. You know who they are. They don't know who you are. You might know you what... You may not be friends. Yep. You may not be safe. You you might you might pretend to be army. You may yep. not be army. You might have intentions to harm them. So we have to also act in a way that doesn't spook them. Yep. Doesn't make them weary. So distance and speak softly and re and the respect. Grab the <gasps> oh. grab and think that they have the right to touch. I don't understand. That. No. So we lose consent when you become an idol. There's no more consent. You can yep. just touch. And there's this there's this wonderful discussion I just had with my daughter about enthusiastic consent and the difference between consent and enthusiastic consent. Meaning if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. Sorry, Bubby. But it's literally if I find myself in that space, because I've thought about it many, many times, because as a photographer, I am very often within someone's personal bubble when I sh when other people may not be allowed that moment. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be the person that they look that they take away. And this is kind of what keeps me um, kind of grounded, even when I have my little little moments and we all thirst and whatever. If I would walk away and the thing that they remember about me is, oh, that was a little awkward or get that Tay like nasty vibe look, I would die. I would perish. That is the last thing I want to be the taste that I leave in their mouths afterwards. So whatever you do, when you get presented with that moment, if you get presented with that moment, let it be respectful. Let it be, even if they don't remember your face or your name 10, 15 years down the line, please don't be the person that they do remember because it was so disgusting that they don't know what to do with themselves. Like, I don't want to be remembered if it's going to be nasty. I just don't. <laughs> I mean, and it, and it always gets caught on camera. Like, always. Like Tay's, Tay, you not passing Tay's vibe check is caught on camera oh for everybody to see for the rest of time. <laughs> oh. I, I would hate that. I would hate that. So Listen. But beyond that, it's just like, I don't know. Isn't it kind of gross? You know, unless you really do want to have an interaction with, you know, one of the cute bodyguards. Like, okay, listen. Like, like, pretending to be threatening just so one of the bodyguards can, like, slam you. <laughs> if that's, if that's gonna be my one, my one cheap thrill in life, yeah, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh! They are cute, though. They are. They are cute. Hyde really do, uh, it's like you have to just pass, saying. like, a... We've all, we've all, guys. we've all seen the photos of stylist, uh, Opar over there. Opar, yes. Listen, he could be an idol himself. I don't know. Put, give him an album. Give him something. Give him somewhere we can send fan mail to the man because who, <laughs> Nelly and whatever he's thank been doing with the hair. Yes. Thank you, sir. Thank you for not touching their lovely long locks. Thank you for stopping the really silly perms. We appreciate the, uh, na au naturel well, floof. We him to thank for Hobie's hair in Ooh. Yes. All those looks were done by the and and Nam June's fade with the with the like the hair just yes. like oh yes. 
Yes. Sir. We're getting Hobie's photo book. I'm just going to throw that out to everybody listening. I wish, watching. I wish, I Hobie's wish I could. Because those pictures look crazy. They look crazy good. The fact that it feels like a crossover between yes. BTS and Lord of the Rings is... Lord of the Rings was giving the oh. purple, like, come on. Someone, I saw someone put together purple-haired, uh, a butter JK with purple-haired, uh, Feyland Hobie, and I'm like, okay, I don't think if I, my body can take this much purple hair right now, I'm not okay. <laughs> it's fine. Oh. It's, I mean, it all was so beautiful with the, um, the white suit, the mesh back, and you can see this tiny little wave. Have you noticed, though? Like, oh, you thought of everything. They really did? Have, have you noticed how all these photo books seem to have a very floral vibe through them? Mm. They all have but flowers. From JK's though. JK's was just dark. It was dark, but he also, like, I, at least it felt like a floral pattern to me. That black and red bomber jacket. Oh, the it, jacket. It almost looks like roses. Yeah. I, so there's, like, there's this weird, like, how are... They always find a way to match and make us theory armies go freaking nuts. It's like, just stop. Like, this is going to be a 45 million hour podcast because, you know, reasons. I don't even care. They can all deal. Normally, my podcasts when I'm doing solo stuff are short. So here, I haven't podcasted in like two weeks. You're getting a double whammy. This is going to be the omnibus version. So be prepared to sit down for four hours. Thank you all for like tuning in. Yes, thank you. It's been so good. Thank you for the likes. Yes, you so you're so awesome. Listening to all million hours. I love you so much for saying that. Thank you. And you're going to, you're going to, I'm not even cutting anything out. I'm just going to like kill our little dead spots and I'm just going to put the whole thing up there. It might have to be like a three part freaking podcast this time. It's fine. Um, yeah, no. And this is how we do. Like for anybody that hasn't listened to the podcast before, this is kind of how we do. We start, we talk about fun stuff. We talk about serious stuff. We thirst like the crazy wenches that we are. And then we go back to talking about whatever. Um, it's good to see like, it was good to see him on live. It was good to see. There's been so many positive things. There's To see Yoongi fangirl, to see the boys having fun. To listen to Namjoon say that he's talking about another album that he wants to put together for fun. <laughs> Did you see that? I'm like, bro, we're not even over the last one you put out. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm just going to put something out for fun. Can, you know, artsy creative. I'm like, Chut. sir, we're still waiting for KTH1. We're still waiting for JJK1. We're still waiting for uh, Park Jimin number one. Like, can the rap line like Jimin's album is on the way I know it is so hard so we're gonna get something amazing but like yeah I'm not sure how long we have to wait for Taze and JK it doesn't sound like he's really been actively working on it you know I have a feeling I have a feeling because he has uh he has done this before where he said, you know, I have three or four songs recorded and then bloop, he deletes them. So I have a funny, funny feeling there's more of it ready than he's giving away. Maybe. And it's going to be one of those. I don't know if you guys remember like two, three years ago. I think it was two years ago on my birthday. 
that he hadn't done a V Live for like eight months. He had been, remember when he like deleted his whole Instagram and then he started this aesthetic bullshit? Like, we love it, but we also kind of miss the fun photos. Anyway, around that time, we were all like, well, we'll never see him again on V Live. The tumbleweeds are going. And then bam, he comes out and he does this whole thing. And then in the soup was filmed and he did all this stuff. I feel like he's going to pull one of those. I feel like he came out, he gave us the crumbs. He's going to go vanish for three, four months. And then out of nowhere, maybe closer to like muster season, he's going to be like, oh, guess what? Surprise. Here's a gift for me to you. And then he'll yeet again. Oh, sorry. I'm all frustrated. He is a perfectionist. Dreamers came out of nowhere. Exactly. He says nothing. Listen. With him, you just don't know what's coming next. Can I be? Just kind of let him just exist and do his thing. And can I be um, a thirsty Nuna for two seconds? Can people stop editing the uh, "Come with Me" portion of his song over and over again, please? Those bitches that be putting that shit on loop are nasty. Please don't do it. A girl's trying to function in this real life without going all Delulu and all nuts. Please, just stop. I don't need to have... They hurt me. When they do that little... Come with me and then... Daddy, I'm like, no, 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 fam. I can't do it. My heart cannot take this. Other parts cannot take this. I'm done. No. Yes, I know exactly who she is. Especially with JK. But she just she created a sound. Oh no. Which is just her using it's it's unholy mixed in with just JK heavy breathing. Oh Lord. So she somehow chopped up his breathing moments. And so you're just hearing that from unholy. And then JK goes, I can't even. Oh, ma'am, ma'am. I may may or may not have like six of those videos saved to my phone (laughs) at any given time. I need to go hunting for the sound now is what's happening. It's like when that video came when they when the the little clip somebody cut the snippet thing. The edits have gone a little bit more softer because we're all softer. Yes. But also we haven't had as many. Oh yeah, and we haven't had as many like videos and things coming out. Um, I'm sorry. What we were saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I was picturing. You said something about I had a mental image of someone on a helipad going, "Come with me," and then you said that, and we talked about, "Oh, we just like bye." Like what you're seeing is my spirit sitting here. The body is dead over there. Um. <laughs> Oh my god. And I would love to say Oh my god. I would love to say that this is an exception on the podcast, but unfortunately it's the rule where we all have moments where we literally yeet out of our bodies while talking. Um 
No, honestly. Oh, it's so good. But um, yeah, no, it's, I fear we are, I think this is a lull because we've got the maknae line cooking and we've got Hobie, uh, not Hobie, sorry. Yoongi at some point said that he might be doing, he might be doing more and he left it very vague. And my brain is like, you gave us an album last year. What more could you possibly be doing besides Suchita? But, you know, it is Yoongi. And this, you know, when he's prolific, he's prolific. And he's been out of pain for a year and a half. And he's been in a good place. And, and he's, he's out here taking hip-hop classes. And, <laughs> listen, him shaking that booty of his is the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I have never wanted to slap an ass more. <laughs> like, every time he does that pop thing, I'm like, I just want to, like, just give him one good one. Just one. Just one. That's it. You can arrest me immediately after. It'll be worth it. Oh, my God. Snoop Dogg doing the, oh, God, the side quest. I love it. Yes. Who knows what this man is doing? But he's up to shit. Like, he's up to something. He's always up to something. He's up to something because he's warming us up. Mm-hmm. Everything is meticulous. I don't care. With Yungi, everything is meticulous. <laughs> he is going to drop something and completely annihilate the fandom. So just stay ready. Exactly. And, and what he did last time with D2 is that we didn't have any... We had five days warning. That was it. He just went five, four, three, two. There you go. And you're like, what just happened? When? What? Huh? And... That's, that was it. He, he So who knows? He'll pop up probably. He likes doing shit after his birthday. So maybe we'll have him have his next birthday and then be like, oh, well, since I've been here, here's a an acoustic version because I've been strumming my, my good old guitar. And let's have an acoustic Yungle's uh, jam session. Maybe he's working on something with Taeyang because he wants to produce something for him. We saw that in Suchita, so mm, I don't know. I think he just wants to take Taeyang on a date, to be perfectly honest. Honestly, the way he was staring at him, this man, his queer flag was flying free, and he was just full-on flirting with him. Like, I don't care if you're married, I'm having a Delulu moment, daddy. It was great. Oh my god. So yeah, now that you have like heard us all be oh my god, it's a rock version. Ooh, ooh, can you imagine? Oh my god. I just had like a whole moment of wanting like a heavy metal version of give it to me from like old fucking <gasps> oh, oh goosebumps full body goosebumps. Are we okay? <laughs> but I mean imagine if if Jake, if uh, Yungi gets to do a little solo concert like Nandu did, you know, how, the amazing right. So built, like, the, my car's a lease, and I'll sell it. <laughs> built for a live show, like, like oh. the energy behind those songs, the aggression, the that would be a crazy. That part. would be a I would crazy. Hope show. That he would do that maybe somewhere in the West. Like I, I'm not trying to be. Uh, Love to K Army, but I would love to see a Yungi concert, maybe like in Vegas or 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 I don't know New York. Somewhere I like was just that. thinking like, New York. The crowd would be crazy or Chicago. Well, I wonder how much you get for a ten-year-old on the black market these days. Because <laughs> you know, and she's a Yungi stand. She'll understand. She'll understand. That's her bias. Like it's fine. I love you. I'll sell. I'll sell you. We'll go watch the show, and then you can go off with your new family. It'll, it'll be great. <laughs> Um, 
but yeah, no, let's, uh, I'm, I'm waiting now. I know for a fact these people are just like sitting there hovering. Tay has already teased. If it ain't going to be a jazz blues album, I don't know what it's going to be. He might, he might flip the script on everybody and not even do a jazz. Can you imagine? A jazz unit. He might do something else. Like, who knows? Tay is so I want style. him, I want him he to sing with anything. Michael Buble. I want him to sing with Michael Buble. I don't know why. Oh my, so cute, oh, my, oh my god! So cute though. Oh my god! Crooning together and then him like doing his little his little grandpa dance. Buble is a little flirt too, so you're gonna have two flirts on stage. Oh, crooning away, dressed in gorgeous suits. Oh my god! The Michael Buble and Tae Young tour. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Oh no! You know who else he needs to do a thing with? I think this popped into my head very randomly. Tae Young and Adele. She's hilarious. She would literally pluck out the army in the crowd and be like, oh, girl, can you stop drooling and just call her out right on stage? Oh, it would be glorious. That would be, be amazing. Okay, now we're, put, we're putting stuff out into the world. Buble, Adele. I heard something about that too. I honestly, I um, I'm not sure, but I can't say I'd blame her. Yeah, people have. Okay. Well, you know what? Knows in the chat, Here, we're gonna do what I do sometimes on the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be a terrible human being, but we all know Lizzo's really good Why? with a flute. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh my god. I'm I'm so sorry. I apologize from the cockles of my heart. I just could not resist. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna cry off my makeup. Listen, I could not <laughs> I mean if anyone's gonna listen. I'm a tastian. I would totally approve of Lizzo having Adam because he deserves a woman that knows how to play a flute. Oh, Lordy. I'm going to hell in a handbasket all by my lonesome. I don't even need encouragement. It's fine. Are you loving here? I'm so glad you do because some days I hate myself. It's just my brain Not needs to stop. Like, you are definitely good company. Oh, my God. It's just crazy because, like, Oh, this is a flirt too, and I love that. I think oh. her energy and Tate's energy would be great. Would be glorious. She's such a flirt. He's such a flirt. Like, yeah. Okay, I so Adele did not leave the the Grammys. They said he was. Le she left the Grammys during his, uh, Harry Styles' um, ba 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 speech. It's no. Um, she brought home Grammys, which is great. So they're just making stuff up, as usual. Yes, it's just bullshit. Um, That's why Jackson tells y'all don't listen to the media. Yeah, exactly. Today, like, we love the internet. The media. They just be literally pulling stuff out of their backside. Oh, Jazz with a Funko Pop. Ooh, that'd be nice. That'd be Our really nice. Tone, jazz and funk. Mm. I could see him doing that, but also I can see him being a complete crackhead and doing something absolutely way out of left field and, you know, pulling out the saxophone. I mean, 
he I forget sometimes that he can play. Because mm-hmm. he's not showing us it that often. No. Yeah, he, he also needs he, he can play some sax as long as he doesn't play the violin, we're fine. Y'all remember Paris, it was not pretty. Um but yeah. he can't play the damn violin. <laughs> he only plays the tiny one when people give him looks. That's all it is. He can sit there and try and make it one. Oh my lordy. Oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to be an adult and at least end the podcast portion of this and the shenanigans can continue after, but I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a good girl and sign off to our lovely listeners. Oh, anytime. Listen, if anybody is going to get my mans, it might as well be Lizzo because that bitch be talented. Anyway. I have no hair to flip. God damn. <laughs> so to all to all the lovely people that were not with us on our TikTok live during this and are going to listen to this absolute fuckery later. I'm so sorry. And I am so it, it really was. Thank you for sitting through this. Thank you for watching and listening and joining in and you know what? Come follow and share and see what we do here at Nuno's Do It Better. But uh, this is mainly what we do. We talk about the serious stuff. We talk about the thirsty stuff. We are grown-ass women just enjoying each other's company and being the most insane BTS stands that we can possibly be. So, Jen, my darling, my love, mwah, mwah, thank you so very thank much for, for all the shenanigans. Anytime. Everybody who is listening. Yes. Um, and we have so many good things coming up, so mm-hmm. with regards to BTS, so let's stay positive. Let's stay thirsty, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, just, everybody just, just watch them boundaries. Yes, watch them boundaries. Be kind. And have and fun. No exactly. <laughs> we love y'all. Is in JK's apartment. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, kidding. if he invites no, you. If he invites you. Exactly. For for the record, I wouldn't pick up dog shit for JK either. But I'll, I'll do other I'm stuff. I'll tell you what, right now, <laughs> I will walk that dog out of the house so he can sleep in. So he can sleep in. Every day. I will drive him to the vet. There you go. My own dog. Oh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, my darlings. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign off from the podcast. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you once again for tuning in to the hot mess that is the Nunas Do It Better podcast. To make sure you don't miss any of our weekly shenanigans, make sure you are subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you enjoyed our show, please be sure to give us a like and a five-star review. You can keep up with us when we aren't recording by following us on Twitter at NunasDIB and Instagram and Facebook at Nunas Do It Better.